second, I'm just moving my mic around. So if you hear a bunch of crap, I'm sorry. That's just you talking. Ha, that is so hilarious. I haven't heard that one before. Lefty, come on, get better jokes, dude. Fucking Bro, I'm just off top of the dome, top of the rip, Fuck. top of the cap, tip of the cap. Alright, so... Susan. Come on, KG, this is no different than that. This is me, alright? I'm not a fucking athlete, this is my fucking way. Is the problem your lackluster defense, or is it the problems you're having offensively? Lackluster offense. Um, the problem is we're down two games to one. Should we be getting back on defense? <laughs> oh my god. De defense, is that your cousin, Demar? Would you like people to know about you? I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. <laughs> Welcome to the Presser Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Basketball Presser Podcast, Monday morning. It's fall. Fall is coming. Fall is underway. Matthew, what's going on? And you're right, man. You're sounding uh, a little hazy there. Do I sound hazy? Yeah. No. Long weekend? Let's, let's go. It's a long, long weekend. Long weekend. Long weekend buzz, man. What's, what's the holiday today? Tell me what the holiday is today. Uh, labor Day? La what, what, is, uh, what does that mean? Like, what shout out to all the today? women in labor. Alright, shout out to all the women in labor. Haynes. <laughs> we are in the, uh, I don't know what, the, the dead of the season. Yeah. It's literally like fall, man. The leaves are falling. Yeah. And so, and so we're... Uh, so is the interest in the NBA right now with the NFL starting up, college football. Yeah. Everyone's picking up a different sport. Uh, I think, what, the uh, MLB playoffs starting soon? They start soon, yeah. Out of Blue Jays in it, I don't really watch people with, with the, I have not kept up with baseball, no. It's a, it's, it's yeah, a, okay. is, it, is it America's pastime? Is that what baseball is? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch it. It takes too long. Nine innings. It's yeah, it's of more of a background sport, right? Like you throw it on, right, uh, when you're doing something in like the kitchen or something. Very hard sport though. Very very hard sport though. Like, yeah, I would say it's hard. probably. I think hitting a professional, like hitting in the major league, probably the hardest thing of all time in sports. Mm -hmm. I would mm -hmm. say, because mm -hmm. if you can't dunk, you just can't dunk. I mean, certain things that you just can't do. But you can always hit a baseball. It's just out of how many pitches would it take to hit a hundred mile per hour fastball, right? Like I think it's probably the hardest thing. Agree. Like the forearms on these freaking dudes are crazy on uh, in the MLB. No, I agree with that hundred percent. Well, welcome to the presser where uh, we get sidetracked easily. <laughs> oh, way too easily, man. <laughs> oh man. So Ben Simmons, all up in the news once again. If you know what, Ains, it feels like this is just deja vu. It feels like there was no real uh, summer, and we're just like three months back because this is the same thing that just happened uh, right after the season happened. What do you think? Yeah, um, I actually really thought Ben Simmons would be traded by now. And he is not. Um, so, well, we're almost like a month in, um, almost to the season um, for training camp and stuff like that. So, I mean, for me, I don't want no guy who doesn't want to be here on my team for training camp. Um, so, I find it very, very interesting. And then I, right now, currently, um, Ben Simmons' value is at an all-time low. Um, so, I'm thinking, is, is Philadelphia thinking, okay, let's play him out for maybe like four or five months build some trade value because he was still average like 2010 and like you know six which is pretty good um so i, I just think i think teams need to see ben simmons because i think teams rely on like 
um, what's that? You always hear this word all the time. When um, recency bias, right? So we the last time you see Ben Simmons is when he got you know eld got taken control by Trey Young and Atlanta beat them. That was the last thing we saw Ben Simmons. So we saw the downside of it, right? So I think if he plays three to four or five months and builds some trade value, I think it'll be a, we'll see a trade by on the trade deadline. So all right, so, that's the best so let's talk teams. Let's talk teams. Okay. Okay. Is Ben Simmons going to be in the East and West? Let's let's start with that. In the East or West? I think he'll stay East. He's going to stay in the East. Yeah. So that I, means I say, I say East. Washington. Yeah. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other teams that I can think of? Probably not right now. Those are probably the two big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Washington, you, your favorite offseason, which is favorite offseason <laughs> team, which is still bewildering <laughs> to some here. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But Ben Simmons would be a, a, I think, a great fit on that team considering it's all young guys. I think Ben Simmons needs a new start. I think he needs to go somewhere where he doesn't have to have the responsibility of a championship at this moment. I mean, Doc Rivers told us himself he's not a championship point guard. Maybe he's a championship center, Ains. Who knows? Burned that bridge, brother. He burned that bridge. Yeah. Burned it. So uh, I think Washington would be a decent fit. Who would you have there? You'd have Spencer. Who's another ball creator, which would be great, um, because I, I, I personally like Ben Simmons as a secondary creator. Honestly, um, maybe in the regular season he's fine, but in the playoffs he's definitely a secondary at this time without a shot, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, you have all those forwards. I mean, you have Montrez as your backup center. I like it. I mm-hmm. mean, you have um, Bryant. I think he's coming back from injury, right? You have Gafford. So you have you have talent. I mean, it wouldn't really go anywhere. Um, Toronto's another option. Um, they've been talking about, you know, trading multiple players for Simmons. Um, I mean, great fit there too, because they're kind of like in the. I hate teams that are in the middle, especially the Raptors right now. I don't unless they're able to rebuild well. Um, but right now they're kind of just stuck there. So with Ben Simmons, maybe yeah, they're the stuck. First start. A, yeah, they're stuck. That's all it is. And I wouldn't like. I wouldn't mind to see a Ben Simmons in Toronto. Mm-hmm. I think that actually works. I think um, obviously I'm not the biggest Toronto fan, but I feel for development. Um, ben Simmons would do what he has to do. So, sure. na- so now we basically talked out of the Philadelphia perspective because we know that Ben Simmons wants to go to down to the West Coast, West right? Side. Yeah. California. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know he's with Clutch, so we know um, what <laughs> Rich Paul drives a hard bargain. But so does, but so does um, Daryl Morey. I don't think there. How many? Clutch players were there in Houston. There weren't that many. There weren't if like, no. right? there's no big clutch players how, there. How many how many franchises has Rich Paul like demolished? <laughs> I don't know if demolish is the right word, but he's getting his players paid and I and I guess it's yeah. just because he's he's got LeBron right, you know, riding his not riding his coat. He's right beside him. He's getting him paid with Nolan Zawell, eh? Nice. Okay. Oh Nolan well I'm saying yeah, Nolan Zawell is a different uh he was like everyone was be like baffled that he went back to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Right on such a yeah. a, a deal that where, where he was actually taught like he could have gone I think to to, uh, to the Mavericks I think Portland had an offer for him um, mm-hmm. so yeah so that's justified because Bridge Paul just didn't pick up the phone yep that's it so that's it. hard guy to deal with uh, him and Daryl Morey you know like I, I forget the, the 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 saying but it's like two Rams you know like hitting their heads together it's kind of mm-hmm. like that right now same thing yeah um, yeah they have the same mentality we know that um Daryl Morey's a star fucker right he loves them stars dude come on yeah you know know? it doesn't matter him how you know where the the holes in their game is he'll take a star yeah he he always needs to get that that you know the low value star I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if somehow John Wall 
ends up on Ooh. Philadelphia. Wow. And I don't hate it. That's a very, very nice one, Matthew. Wow. I, you know, me and John will go way, way, way back, man. That's my I don't know if there's a package in Houston or something like uh, along those terms, but John Wall would not be the obviously the core of that package. Maybe KP, he's not. Maybe KPJ, KPJ, John KPJ. Wall. Uh, yeah. You'd have to get Jason Tate. Yeah, Jay Shante. I like Jay Shante. And, you know, maybe something else picks. I'm not sure. But, you know, he likes his stars. Uh, Even if they're, you know, right around their prime or past their prime in Westbrook. I mean, Chris Paul and Westbrook were fine in Houston, but Mm -hmm. I digress. Um, What we're going to see, Ben Simmons, I think, on the move, probably, you know, what to the West. I haven't seen uh, Rich Paul not get his way. Mm -hmm. So, Sacramento. But they would have to move. I mean, they're they're so De'Aaron. they're so key on keeping Darren and Halliburton, mm-hmm. and I don't see a, just a buddy healed move. But them, maybe if they get desperate, maybe if Phil gets desperate, and you know, Joel says this is the, this is it. I need, um, you know, regardless of what you you guys think, I need someone, right? So maybe they move on just for a buddy healed. Well, I don't see it right you, now. If if you're Philly, you're gonna keep Ben Simmons and get some assets for exactly. him, though, right? right. Like, so you're not gonna. But is he showing up the training camp? Yo, he's gonna pay the fine. If he's not gonna be there, sure, we'll take his money. And how much? Two hundred and twenty-five thousand. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do that because, dude, you are you signed a contract like last year, okay? You were under the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. You can cry blue. I'm gonna fuck. You're playing for this team, and we're playing you until you increase your trade value, and then guess what? Then you can do whatever you want. Fair deal? It'd be crazy. Imagine like if you had a job, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Uh, last week I just didn't perform, but I just didn't like the team <laughs> that I was working with, guys. So I'm just not gonna show up for a bit. Like, put me in a put me in a new group at work. You know? Yeah, like, put me here, please. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I want to I want to relocate to the San Fran office. So until that happens, I'm just gonna not show up, guys. You know. Like what? What is life in the NBA, man? He said spoiled it. kids, dude. Dude, he said so. He he has that spoiled mentality, though. He has that like. It feels know, like, like it. I'm the prince. Yeah. Of the league. The, I'm the king. The, well, the fresh prince, no more. The fresh prince. Hey, no, no fresh prince at all, man. He like no jumper. I mean, <laughs> I mean those videos. Man, Will, Carlton has a better jumper in Philadelphia. Dude, oh, 100 percent, bro. 100 percent, man. Uncle uh, Phil has a better jumper <laughs> than Ben Simmons, brother. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, Capella resigned two year 46 million back in Atlanta. I love the move just because I mean, is there a better fit around Trey Young? No, lob that, threat, at, man. At that value, lob threat. Jared Allen basically set the value around 20 million for those centers, right? And Capella, yeah. we've sh- has shown thus far to be a more adept, especially at the, uh, defensively, right? I mean, actually, no, you know what, Jared Allen has been great, but uh. The, I guess the fit is just better, and 23 million is not that far off from Jared Allen's contract. They're about the same. Um, not much to say, right? Great, great contract, I think, for the Atlanta Hawks. They needed him. I mean, do you know how, how old he is? 28, 26, 27 years old, yeah. right? So there you go, bang. Great contract, I think, for both sides. Um, couldn't get his money, and um, the Atlanta Hawks get their prime, you know, premier center. Which do you like good. him? His future going forward, John Collins. Oh, Capella and, and John? Yeah. If, if if they work together? That's the question, Ains. That's a million dollar question. Because uh, they have very similar roles. Like they, they're both wild threats. I think jo- with John developing his shooting, I think that's probably going to be the, the the way to go. 
with that mm-hmm. duo with him spacing mm-hmm. and him coming coming in for those slams right like those uh those rebounds that he comes over the back you know like flies seven feet out or seven feet in the air right and, and slams like in the playoffs i have just well, memories of, of him well, this year. Well, here, well here this though matthew like um clint capella last year played uh 63 games pretty impressive you know he's playing majority of his games um average 15.2 and that's um, 63 shooting, out of 72 right not 82 right exactly right shooting like 60 percent from the field um averaging 14 rebounds i mean yeah that's what I wanted to do. So the the league that. leader, correct? Yeah. And he's a great uh, shot blocker as well when he needs to be. A great help defender. Um, so, yeah, that I think it was a great uh, pickup for Atlanta, man. They did a good job there. So, and I think Clint and uh, Trey definitely have that connection together. But that question with John Collins is definitely uh, a thing we'll have to watch out for and see how that works in the future. But, um, yeah. Larry Nance now in Portland. It's a move that I actually love. I thought Larry Nance was much yeah. older than he appears to be. He's 28. Yeah. Good age, prime age, I think, for that position. They they need that four. Um, even he can play small ball five. Um, maybe it, it's enough just to keep Lillard in the fold for this year, depending on how they do in the first half of the season. Um, yeah. They're so up in the air. I said that they would be under. Like last podcast, I said they were under their total, but that's just because I think. Um, I don't think they're going to get it done in a competitive West, but maybe that was before I, I remember Larry Nance signing there. Would you have any uh, any comments on Larry Nance to Portland? Um, I think of Larry Nance, I think of just solid player. Um, does fills that nice four spot for you. Uh, I mean, he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, where, where he's actually from, actually. People, people don't know. Um, he was actually raised in um, Akron, Ohio. Uh... I think for the Portland I think he does a good job um, with, for energy off, off, you know, um, for rebounding. Um, he can score a little bit, um, a bit of a post move as well. And he has good height, and he has for him it's just energy. And I think that's what Portland needs. So I mean, I, I guess ideal fit. How much is he getting paid? I don't have the number. Give me a sec here. Let me pull that up. Yeah. Um, yeah, not not the worst thing in the world, man. Like he, I, I Portland still needs more, obviously, but. So um, about 20 million, 20 million for two years, just around ooh, there. Okay. So d- Danny, right, well, Danny uh, Green money. Sure, I'm okay with that. That's fun for what he does on the court. Sure. Okay. Right, so well, that, I mean, you didn't sound too enthused. You still think Portland's a dumpster fire? So we'll see how that. Yeah, goes. like it's. I mean, okay. I saw that on my phone. Larry Nance to Portland. I'm like, hmm. okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. All right, fair enough. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Last two guys we're gonna talk about. Um, Aldridge and uh, no, sorry, no, uh, Aldridge and Blake Griffin both back to the Nets. Aldridge is a good fit. I think there's actually someone else that I'm forgetting that went. Oh, Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap, Paul Millsap was who I was thinking. So, Paul Millsap, uh, Aldridge. Are they just collecting all the 2000s power forwards? Yeah, I think 2010, I guess. 2010 the, power uh, forwards. Because they got Aldridge, right, they got Blake right. Griffin, they got Paul Millsap. I mean, they're collecting them all, all the gems. They got all the the 2010 legends. In yeah, the all the fat power you know? forward, exactly right. <laughs> oh man. Um, you, you know, at LA, well, Marcus Larridge has been one of my favorite players um, since the 2010 in terms of like the the, the, the role he plays in the position. Um, I think he was like a modern day like Timmy Duncan a little bit. You know, just can get in the post, can get a shot up. And last year when we heard about his heart issue, we're like, oh man, like damn. You know, Marcus Aldridge is going to be at the league. He's going to retire. 
right? So it was a very sudden, like very similar to like Chris Bosch, right? So um, we didn't, didn't really get a chance to like kind of show an, an appreciation for Alridge's game, but the fact he's coming back for Brooklyn, trying to ring chase again, hope he gets it, obviously. Um, great opportunity, Paul Millsap, who's been in the league for in the league for a long, long time, who's an All Star back in 2015 with the Atlanta squad. So he's there. I don't know if and he Blake wants to remember that that season. Yeah, yeah, and, and Blake Griffin, um, who came last year, who you thought he, who you think played great last year for them? I think he did. He yeah, did. he was probably he like their third best player in the play, or especially yeah. in that Milwaukee series. He was their yeah. best defender, Ains. Yeah, he did. He, he did what he had to do off to come off the bench or starting, right, knowing his role. Um, so for the for these guys, like it's gonna be great, and um, obviously the Brooklyn Nets also signed uh, Patty Mills, right? So, yeah, we thought we mentioned that before. Patty yeah, Mills is probably so, obviously their best pickup in my opinion, bar, mm-hmm. bar bar none. I mean, he's the one getting paid compared to these guys. Like, at least what is it, ten million for two years? I think yep. all, the rest of them are getting minimums. Are um, in it, to me it doesn't really move the move the needle as long as the, those three guys are healthy. The three bigs. Are not the three big players. I'm talking about Kyrie, Harden, and KD are healthy in the Nets. Nothing else should really matter uh, this year in the in the East. I think if they're healthy, they win. If they're not, it doesn't really matter who you add. Personally, um, no, they're they're deep. They're they're super 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 deep, man. But yeah, but at the end of the day, I think you know if you don't have Kyrie there for the for the, for the playoffs, it does. I don't think it matters how many forwards you have. Yeah, Kyrie. You know, I won't get started with Kerry because I started with Kerry. Um, <laughs> All right, speaking of yeah. guys who are respected, Dwayne's. So we had uh, Blake Griffin on the Pardon My Take podcast. He yeah. was saying that uh, Udonis Haslam, the most respected dude in the NBA, um, it's not real. It's no surprise that he would say Udonis Haslam is. Um, well loved by everyone not just miami heat i mean he he Indeed. wore his he wore his energy and his like his heart on the sleeve when he played he's always tutoring the, the young guys and he's getting paid millions of dollars to sit on a bench which must be nice <laughs> so this comes so i was going to ask you any other guys uh that you can think of even in history or in the league right now that are the most respected or guys who are not respected you think oh uh, well top of my head i think of uh zaza Pachulia. Right. Hated or well respected? Because with the well Warriors. Respected. Okay. Well, I mean, the I'm one, joking. the one I'm hiccup joking. there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, you know, the, the Warriors do love him. They brought him back as a, back on the. Uh, yes. Coaching as, roster. As a, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Or maybe he was just a player. pylon for for practice. I'm not sure. Maybe, but I, I think of like you know Sean Livingston. Oh, um, very good. Okay, I like that. Players who. What about you know, Hakeem Olajuwon? Yeah, people liked him a lot. People loved um, Hakeem Ginobili, um, VC. Um, Ginobili had respect. I mean, for the sheer fact that he came off the bench, I think he was well respected. He was a, like a glue guy. A lot of those guys on Argentina, even Luis Scola. Luis Scola, loved yes, in the league. A lot of those Argentinian yes, guys. Yes, absolutely, were, um, absolutely. Was Nocioni? Uh, Nocioni. Oh my goodness, this guy's naming some names now, buddy. You're naming the only roster, Denver did you, roster, did you, bro. Did you just wait? You finally woke up, eh? Welcome to the podcast. Man. Now, you said some some vintage names, man. Your, your, your ears no perked up, me? right? When you started hearing oh, foreign names. Oh, man. I haven't heard him since 09 on Denver. Wow. Uh, but some of those international guys, for sure. I'm trying yeah. to think. Um, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, right? But to Love. go back with the Ginobili thing that you said before. The reason why I think people respect Ginobili so much because people know he shouldn't be off the bench. 
he people right. know he should be well, starting I, well I, I, I was saying in the in the 2010s he was a top three i think behind dwayne wayne and kobe he was the third best shooting guard of that generation what about jimmy butler not part of that generation not even the longevity of ginobili the, the fact that they won like three rings with them i mean jimmy butler's not even like no no i mean most respected oh like, like in the league hard like, to say butler? no i think he's polarizing Ooh. I think he's very polarizing. I mean, polarizing. Timberwolves. I mean, some players who just don't have, you know, like that that grind and grit mentality. Yeah. It does not. It's it, it doesn't fly with. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't mesh with Je- uh, Ben Simmons. I mean, Ben Simmons. I don't know who does like Ben Simmons right now in the league, but he had a hard time adjusting to Butler. That's why Butler bounced. I mean, him and Embiid got along, right, in Philadelphia, but uh, him and Ben did not. I think he's more of a polarizing player. Um, just because the way I'll, I mean, it's the same thing with Jordan. Jordan was respected, but he was more feared than like you know, right? He wasn't necessarily loved by all players. Um, mm-hmm. Like even in his own documentary, like there were certain guys that you can tell were kind of soured by yeah. Jordan and the way he treated he treated them, right? So right. Uh, I mean, I think uh, compared to Jordan, I think maybe Scotty was more re- well respected around the league. Besides, right. his, like his, he had a few hiccups here and there, but he was probably more liked on that Bulls team than uh, like a Jordan or a Jimmy Butler. I think personally, Kyle Lowry comes to mind for a guy who's who's pretty much loved all around the league as well. I, I think of uh, Zajunas Kogaskis, you know. Wow, yeah. Again, you're European. Now you're just going on a European tangent. Yeah, because you, you started it, and now I'm gonna end it with with Ugaskis, You know what I mean? Like, dude, you got my eye with Nozioni. Wow, <laughs> wow. People don't know him. You don't know him. People don't know Rashnostervich, but you know it's okay. We should have done a, a Euro segment instead of this one for the last one, huh? We gotta, we gotta do that. We gotta do that. We have, a- we Ains, have Ains, to Ains do Ains that. top 200 European players. Tune in oh. next week for the top. Dude, let's waste a whole half an hour on a segment. Come in every day, any day of the week, please. All right, I might as well please. start prepping now, Ains. It was a pleasure, <laughs> man. Take us home. <laughs> hey, guys. Enjoy the long weekend. Um, fall is here, so wear your jackets and all that. But enough for me, AG. I'm out. Peace. Guys, stay tuned. Maybe we'll tune in soon for Ben Simmons uh, being traded to the Raptors. Mm. Peace.
Hornets are going to play small. Milwaukee has five reserves. Oh, my goodness! Miles Bridges! Hot Dilly D. Yeah, come on. Miles <laughs> Bridges. You don't, you don't trust... I, I noticed you didn't put them in either of your list. I think they're just they were just average off season because we'll no, see where uh, auto quarter. Because what happens is every time I, I'm not I auto talk, quarter. Sorry. No, the, the problem is I talk about them all the time. I, I feel like I jinx them, so I don't like talking about them. Fair enough. Well, yeah. you just jinx them right now. Cool. Fuck. Uh, I wasn't saying. <laughs> and I didn't mean. Uh, I meant Kelly Oubre. With Kelly, basically yeah. their big addition, right? Uh, oh, they also got Plumley. So mm-hmm. that's a good pick. Honestly, Plumley, underrated player, I think. Very underrated. Very underrated. Very, very, very underrated. Thing is, 32, 33. So, I don't know how much. You, normally, guys, you know, they don't last. Not everyone is a Olajuwon, you know, who can play to their, like, their 40s, right? Fair, so, fair. those big nowadays, right? Uh, around 33, I don't see much more, you know, growth out of him. So, hopefully it doesn't slow down. And I think it's going to be an over for me. Hey, we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah. There you go. Uh, let's, do, let's do two more before we wrap up here. Yeah. Raptors, 36 and a half, 37 and a half. So Dog, those are the two odds. Low. Dog shit. I also low. think they're going to be higher because I think they're, lower. no matter what, they have enough talent to win. Lower. You think they're going to lower? Yep. I think they're at home, the lanes. You have to consider that they were dog shit, especially playing away from home, basically 82, or 72 games, whatever it was. Sure, that's a factor, but lower than 36. Okay, so we're going to disagree on both of those. Okay. Uh, why? What's your, like, what's your main reason? Um... Yeah, they got Scotty Barnes. I that doesn't really equate to to winning. They I don't know. I'm not, I'm not factoring him in, but they basically have the same team without Lowry. Now they basically know their priority. Uh, Gary Trent was coming around at the end of the season. I they and you're right. They might fall apart, but I just I don't see it right now. I think that the bigs is the biggest problem that they're having. Yeah, like they're on the right path, but that being said, I think this has been another season where they'll struggle. Okay. Um, I could, figure yeah. it out. So. Fair enough. Yeah. I have them over. Maybe it's because it's a homer pick, but... You know I what? think it is. Dick Ritter. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh, Indiana. 42 and a half. <laughs> 43 and a half. I, I think you have a thing for Indiana. What's, what's wrong with you? Indiana? No, I think it. I think this is high. I, I you love them. <laughs> you love that team. I was no. I was. I, I thought you were gonna laugh and say that's way too high. Because if you're putting uh, Toronto Raptors at 36, Indiana's kind of high at 42. No, but they get it done some way. They, they they always get it done sometimes. So like, you know what? I'm gonna lock it in. Guarantee. We're locking it in. Ainsworth guarantee. We're getting that in right now because Indiana is a team that just gets it done. Like. <laughs> Somehow, it's their defense. They're always a top five defense, which makes them um, pretty good in the standing. So they'll be a four or five seed. About 40, yeah, right, 45. Let, 45 let's wrap points. up on uh, Portland Trailblazers. 44 mm. and a half, both of the odd makers. 44, 44 and, and a half. half. I'm going under on that. Ooh, really? Ooh, what's your reasoning for that? If Dame wants out, I don't see. I don't think he's gonna put it. In, maybe he's gonna put his heart into it. I don't see them pulling out more than fifty win or more than about fifty percent of their wins this season. I think there's gonna be dysfunction. I think he gets traded this year. Is it a full eighty-two season? Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. Halfway point near trade deadline. If the Portland Trailblazers are not above, let's say, five games over five hundred. He's been traded for sure before. Um, well, there you go. That's my reasoning. So, yeah, I agreed. Damn. Well, hopefully, you're not a Blazers fan. <laughs> that sucks to be a Blazers fan, man. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be tripping. 
Oh, man. Great episode, man. Great hey, it's been great. Take us home. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know just to subscribe, subscribe like, share, comment. like, comment on this shit. We, we do put a lot of effort to this. And we do feel that we'll be on Sports Center one day. And we will take over Rich Nichols' job one day. Right? So. Um, it's, not, it's not hard now. Yeah, he's feeling sucks. Um, that being said, AG, I'm out. And listen to Donda. Absolute fire. Let's get it. Sometimes I just wanna restart it, but it all depends. If I'ma be that same young hungry from West End, but my 